A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. The best workout humanly possible, none, none ever recycled or repeated at TrueMathFitness.com. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. Of course, you go there for award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, and they will match your first bet up to $250 with promo code ATOZ. A2Z is the promo code in the Superbook Sports app. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress Get the Intel edge you need to succeed with the Ashton team. So as we kind of look at the season and look at all the different ways that the Titans are going to have to find ways to win, right? We know what their roster situation looks like. I think if you looked at the depth chart, it might surprise you how thin they are at a variety of different positions. We knew that this roster was talent deficient, but I think all over the place, um, you can find significant holes, whether that be a quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line. I think there's a lot of different issues that the Titans had to address, and they've done the best job humanly possible at this point based on their financial situation. But now we have to talk about some of those players already on the roster coming through. We have to talk about the three most important players to this Titans season for them to be a legitimately a meaningful meaningfully competitive football team. Terry Ludlam says, uh, please tell me that we got Derrick Henry this year. Well, I mean, he's on your roster until further notice. Um, nothing about Derrick Henry is indicated or nothing around Derrick Henry is indicated anything uh, to the opposite. So yeah, until Derrick Henry is no longer on your roster, he is still currently a Tennessee Titan. Um, so as you look at all the different pieces that are already in place, it's, you know, enough young talent and potential to make you cautiously optimistic combined with a draft class from last season that you feel pretty good about from Burks who does have questions to Chig and McCreary who are obviously going to be important pieces for this team in the immediate future to guys like NPF who's a starter but you're trying to figure out okay is he the solution at the right tackle position, can he be substantially better in the second year? There's a lot of different questions all over the place. And then, of course, in ways that we haven't really talked about, is the defense going to be as competitive as it has been in the last couple of years when healthy? There's reason to believe that it might be. Um, I don't ever make those assumptions because I think offensive line and defense year over year are the hardest things to try and carry over continuity because of how physical offensive line and specifically defenders, how quickly their bodies grind down as opposed to, you know, it's almost like running backs, right? It's, it's tough to sustain. So in, with all that being in mind, you look at the Titans roster and you say, okay, who are the most important pieces for this team to get off the ground this year? And I think that's the place that we're going to start. Who are the three most important players on the Titans roster? Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll discuss at length together. Who are the three most important players on the Titans roster this year? Uh, it's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is made possible by the great people at Two Rivers Ford. 
Go to Two Rivers Ford for the best in the business, for quality American-made Ford vehicles, like the Bronco that you see on there, like the Explorer that I drive. Great financing rates, quality American-made Ford vehicles, and award-winning customer service. All are what await you at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So who are the three most important players on the Titans roster this year? Roy L. Wright goes with the obvious uh, with or with the uh, usual suspects, right? Jeff Simmons, Ryan Tannehill, and Derek Henry. Um, Kenneth Davidson says Henry, Simmons, and Tannehill, kind of obvious. Well, you might think so, but I disagree. Um, I disagree with at least one of those submissions. Uh, honestly, Burks, Tannehill, and Harold says Big G. We were, uh, Teron Davenport and I were doing the 615 Sessions podcast today, by the way. That uh, the video version is available on YouTube, the audio version available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, typically do it on Wednesdays, but um, my schedule's been kind of hectic this week, so we had to bump it to today. So, Teron and I were talking at the end of the podcast about things that we're most excited to see. And Teron brought up Harold Landry, uh, things we're most excited to see on Tuesday. That is our next media availability when uh, veterans and rookies will be out there on the field and we'll be able to see a variety of different things. Whether Kevin Byard or Harold Lander are even out there at this time of year is going to be curious. I know Harold's been around the building, um, you know, for the vast majority of his uh, injury stint. I know he's been around the building during the offseason. But whether Harold Landry is out there and, you know, working um, to the full extent, given that we're almost a full year removed from his ACL tear, um, Harold Landry is very important to this football team's success moving forward. Bobby Carter says Burks, Levis, and Skaronsky. He's going with two rookies and a second-year player. I disagree with that as well. I will say, though, that in this order, Ryan Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons, and Traylon Burks are the three most important football players on this team. Um, I'm going to explain more why, and you're going to hear from Traylon Burks uh, more. For, well, actually, let's hear from Traylon Burks first, and then I'll get into more why I think those three are the players that are most important to this team's success. Did you change your diet or, and, and training and all that this offseason? Um, yes. Uh, I honestly would say I started training my diet around midway through the season last year, um, and it helped um, with me being able to stay on the field longer. And, um, you know, when I get when I would just say it eliminates me from making uh, mistakes when I'm tired and um, really just being a great football player and um, – just being a being a Titan. <laughs> as far as size, weight, all that, anything different for you this year compared to last? Is you, you feel faster? Uh, I would say I feel faster because I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, soft tissue instruction. You say you've been here the whole time, but but have there been any kind of change of approach broadly or for you on on how to prepare yourself to avoid soft tissue stuff? No, sir. I would just say. Um, the main thing is being healthy. Um, so being able to practice, um, being out there running sprints, that helps eliminate me from, well, all athletes from making, from hurting hamstrings or tearing something. Um, so just being able to practice is the main thing. And you know, that's what I've been doing. So, so that's Traylon Burks. Um, and uh, his impact on the offense is as important as any player not named the quarterback this year. I'm going to explain why in just a moment. Quick reminder that the primetime show is made possible by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Get your first workout free 
as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. No better place to get your fitness journey started with their great boot camp style classes, with their personal training options, or of course, with a membership access to their open gym. The coaching staff is incredible. No workouts are ever recycled or repeated. They keep your body active. They keep your body continuing to progress or progress in its fitness journey, in your fitness journey, in a safe and healthy environment. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free or to check out any of their great membership options. Don't uh, They do have sleds. You're not pushing them like Mike Vrabel and the Titans were uh, in that hype video from the bubble the other day, but they do have sleds for those of you who are interested in the uh, Getting back to your high school football roots, um, looking at the uh, looking at the offense and and this team in particular, right? The team has to be better on offense to have any chance of success, bar none, right? That's that's the baseline. Ryan Tannehill has to be protected better. Ryan Tannehill also has to play better. He needs more help around him. Derrick Henry needs more help around him. I think that uh, I think that Ryan Tannehill, bar none, is the most important football player on this team because he's the quarterback. Um, the offensive line is a five-man unit, so I can't individualize it that way. But I will say that Traylon Burks, um, it's like when A.J. Brown missed a bunch of time during 2021 and Derrick Henry missed half the season. Derrick Henry was easier to replace on that year's roster than A.J. Brown was. They were a different football team, notably, when A.J. Brown wasn't in the game. They were a different football team, notably, even when Traylon Burks wasn't in the game for a variety of different reasons. His presence allows them to do more, even if it's not the best offense in football, even if they're not going to lead the league in passing this year. The Tennessee Titans um, were able to get more done with Traylon Burks as a wide receiving option on the field more often than not, right? It's not just the Green Bay game. You can go back and look at games that they did not win, like Cincinnati, but they obviously had clearly and obviously a top receiving option allowed other guys to eat underneath it allowed more room to run for Derrick Henry, uh, the wide receiver, a threat in the passing game that gets an extra player out of the box and allows that running back just a degree of breathing room is most important at this point. Now, of course, the offensive line plays a critical role in all of this passing game and rushing attack. We know that they can't get anything done with the way that the offensive line looked last year. They're hoping that the remodel uh, of that particular unit can at least get them to baseline competency, which would be a substantial improvement because not only were they undermined by injuries, they were undermined by uh, guys like Dennis Daly, who were penalty li uh, liabilities, who were um, just general like aptitude liabilities, like Dennis Daly could not play. The offensive line struggled collectively and they were sabotaged on early downs they were sabotaged on third down the offensive line is a huge issue uh Stephen King says how can you buck say Henry means more to this team than anyone in football and not include him in your top three well real easy because I've seen the Tennessee Titans lose seven straight games with Derrick Henry healthy and on the roster um I've seen the Tennessee Titans struggle uh, before the quarterback change was made initially with Mariota and Tannehill, I've seen the Tennessee Titans struggle with the running back being the focal point of the team. Derrick Henry is more important to the Tennessee Titans than he is to 31 other NFL teams because nobody plays football like the Titans do with Derrick Henry on the roster. Derrick Henry still has the ability to be a difference maker in a game, but his impact obviously is lessened by how easy it is as of late 
to allow him to get some yards, hard yards, vicious yards, brutal yards, and just completely chokehold the Titans. Without a downfield passing threat, Derrick Henry is not the asset that you need him to be. In order to unlock Derrick Henry's full potential at this stage, they need to have legitimate downfield passing threats. And that is exactly what Traylon Burks projects to be. So I can say it very easily, uh, make him the most, the, the make his impact here more impactful than any other NFL team that could acquire him and say that, yeah, he's not a top three most important player on the roster this year because they can still find ways to win without it. Uh, Buck without Henry, the team is one-dimensional. No, that's not even remotely close. Uh, the team is one-dimensional with Derek in his current state. The, the most successful version of the Titans is simply being able to keep Derrick Henry out on the field in two and three tight end sets, but run multiple plays out of those sets the way that Arthur Smith did to the, to the level that they were able to accomplish what they were able to accomplish in their passing game, in their rushing attack, because even when Derrick Henry was on the field, because of how creative they were and their talent was better at the time, it allowed them to do more where it wasn't a dead giveaway. What was happening every time Derek was out on the field, the way that it is now. It's uh, it's um, it's really uh, Jags got juice says, let's have Tannehill throw 70% of the time and see how that works. No, you're overcorrecting. Why can't you find the median here? You're misunderstanding. I'm not saying that you need, I'm saying that they could lean far more on the quarterback than they do. In fact, I think it's frankly, I frankly think it's egregious the way that they, choose to lean on the quarterback as little as they do, because I do believe he's uh, capable of at least complimentary play. They're not a complimentary football team. One dimensional is what they are with Derrick Henry, and they need to get away from being so Derrick Henry dependent. He can still be hugely important and not have these things uh, be completely in a vacuum or go to extremes one way, one way or the other. They have to find ways to be more balanced and they're not balanced in the last couple of years with the way that they utilize Derrick Henry. Um, ben Hall says, what you're saying is in a vacuum, it is in a vacuum is true, except we drafted as a third down back without an ACL. Well, he's not a third down back. He's the three down back. He's not, he's not, that's not Dontrell Hilliard. Um, that's not what he was drafted to do. In fact, they don't have that Don. They don't have that player on the roster right now, unless Hassan Haskins is going to take a market step as a route runner. Um, in fact, Hassan Haskins is probably your third down running back because he's a uh, he's the best best pass protector of the uh, of the running backs on the roster right now. Just because he looks similar in terms of stature, Tajay Spears to Dontrell Hilliard, that is not pass catching is not his forte. Um, that is more a Derrick Henry like what happens after Derrick Henry life without Derrick Henry pick than it is a Dontrell Hilliard complimentary pick. Something to keep in mind. So speaking of young uh, offensive skill position players, let's talk about which second year skill position player is most capable of making the leap. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, you guys can give me option, your selection of Chig, Burks, or, uh, or Kyle Phillips. Which second year skill position player do you think is most likely to make the leap. We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, right after I remind you that the place that you can go for the Intel Edge you need to succeed is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge, 
you need to succeed can be found with the Ashton team. They will put you in position to succeed and they will find you the best information on the best properties. Trust the team that your favorite team trusts at GaryAshton.com. So of those three skill position players, Burks, Phillips, and Chig, who do you think is most capable of making the leap? Now we know that Kyle Phillips was almost a non-factor beyond being highly productive in that first uh, in that first game of the season. He had, what was it, nine targets in his first game, six catches and 70 yards, um, and then was injured for basically the remainder of the year. You have Chig, who it took them some time to make a part of their game plan on a week-in and week-out basis, but finally Chig did uh, get those kind of opportunities and certainly did capitalize on him. I think the case for Chig is quite easy. And then there's Burks. Um, who, you know, Chig is probably the most accomplished of the three at this point, just by nature of him being available. But Burks, I think, has the ability to be the biggest difference maker here, right? When you're talking about all the different things, the Titans need all three of them to be productive players this year for this to be, you know, what they envision, which is a group that is better than we think that they actually are, right? The Titans' lack of moves is them telling us, yeah, we think we've got more than you think we do, and that's okay with us. Now, you may think that they're wrong, and they may prove it. They may be proven wrong by the time the season gets underway and by the time we get further into it. But at this particular point in time, um, the Titans are in a position where those three players hold a lot of this team's fate in their hands. Now, there's only... You can only go up if you're Phillips because, like I said, availability was just non-existent. Burks played in 11 games, and I think he has the ability to be the biggest difference maker. But I think that a lot of stuff is going to run through Chig. Um, a lot of things should run through Chig, and I think that Chig is going to be the most impactful step-forward player, especially with the presence of Josh Wiley. And I'm curious to see how the coaching of Tony Dews, former running backs coach, now tight ends coach, uh, the position that Dews played in college, I'm curious to see what impact that has on the tight end group this year. From what I can see from the um, the clips I've seen that the Titans posted, he's very good with the ball in his hands. You know, he's a good runner after catch guy. He makes guys miss. He plays hard. And he's also a uh, really tall and big prospect, so that's also cool to look at. What's uh, Tony Dews, working with him for the first time, What's that, how, how well did you know Tony last year sort of interaction? And what's it like having him as your, as your coach now? Uh, this is pretty much any interaction I've had with any other coach last year, but um, this year, uh, yeah, he's my coach now. So, and I would say main thing for him is uh, details. He's very uh, big on the details and very big on you know trying to you know bring the best out of me. So I feel like he can be that coach that's gonna you know be you know on my back all the time, you know trying to get the best out of me. So that'll be fun. At the end of last year. So that's Chig talking about dues and the new tight end Josh Wiley, and then he was asked about taking a step forward in his game. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I feel like I've shown last year what I can do. So this year, it's about just um, coming out the same, you know, just making plays again, just making sure everybody in the offense can trust me with the ball. Um, just getting smarter, just upping my football intelligence, understanding the big picture of plays, and just things like that. So I'm fascinated to see what happens with Chig in year two. He's probably my making the leap candidate at this point. Um, but I think all three are really, really good ones. There are no wrong answers here. Um, let's wrap this show up with a weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? It could be the Celtics who lost in game one 
to the Heat last night. It could be the Lakers who need to re- uh, rebound literally against, um, you know, our generation's version of the round mound of rebound. Even though Jokic isn't really round, he does give off uh, – <laughs> He does give off something that does not indicate professional athlete, even though he is seven foot and unbelievably good at basketball. Uh, it could be, uh, it could be, turn the freaking sound up. Can't hear anyone. Uh, Buck, well, I don't have, one, I don't have control over the sound of the audio clip, so I can't help you there. And two, um, you know, the audio equipment in the press conferences is something that you guys have perpetually played, uh, complained about. I, uh, if, if they're not going to help you out there, I can't help you out there. There's only so much we can do at this point. Uh, so who needs to bounce back in sports this week? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you the primetime show is presented by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today and get your bet match, your first bet matched up to $250 with promo code ATOZ. That's A2Z in the Superbook Sports app where the best odds boost and promo bets can be found. You can wager on all your favorite major sports at Superbook Sports. So download the app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? I would say it's the Celtics. I would say that Jalen Brown spoke to that, and I would say the city of Boston is losing their absolute shit. So it's a choice. It's a decision. Um, just come out and play with a, a different mentality, and we we came out too cool. Like it was just almost like we was just playing a regular season game. Like it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like come on, we gotta play with more intensity than we did today, and uh, we just gotta be better, including me. So if you're a fan and you hear that of the Celtics, you're sick to your stomach, and I'm sure Boston, and I know Boston, is losing its mind right now. Um, but the Celtics got. Uh, it, Got it taken away from them. The Heat were like eight-point uh, underdogs in that game one. Plus 350 is what you could have got them at. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler continues to be spectacular in ways that are kind of inexplicable. The Heat, I don't know that they're a good basketball team. I don't really know if the Celtics are a good basketball team either. And I know whoever advances to the uh, NBA Finals is probably going to lose to the Nuggets this year because they are overwhelming. Um, a lot of people saying I need to bounce back because I was without my team today. Yes, I have warned Bert and Lucas about eating um, food left out in uh, without refrigeration in the break room. I do not know if that was the source of their ailment today, but that is what I'm, I am blaming it on because Lucas came in there demanding that I explain to him why I was too good to eat a six-hour-old, what did he call it, mufaletta, I believe is the name of the sandwich. Shame on them. I hope that they are okay. Both of them. Bert is obviously hiding in the shadows this evening on the primetime show. He does not appear to have needed a bathroom break at any point in the last 25 minutes of us doing this show, to the best of my knowledge, nor has he left for a cigarette. So they're both alive, um, whether they are well or not, whether they were well before is an entirely different discussion. But yes, the uh, you know the human, human garbage can disposal or human uh, garbage disposal act with the two of them, I would think it needs to come to an end quite soon because there's only so many times you can get away without, without get away with that, without, you know, uh, something happening at one end or another. That's going to do it for us tonight. Bert and Lucas are back on the radio show and uh, tomorrow, and we'll have a great time. Uh, it's the last primetime show tonight before the install live show. It's the last radio show tomorrow before the install live show. 
The tickets are almost sold out, and I could not be more happy with the response. I can't be more happy to hang out with you guys on Saturday. If you want to make sure that you get your tickets, do so tonight, do so tomorrow, because they have gone a lot. I mean, frankly, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm pleasantly surprised because I know a lot of people listen to the damn podcast, but I am very, very happy with the amount of tickets that we've been able to sell. I'm going to be very excited to hang out with all of you guys on Saturday night at the Hutton Hotel. So like I said, if you haven't got your tickets yet, get your tickets now at 1045thezone.com. Bert will drop the link in the various chat streams uh, for you guys. We've got a lot of cool stuff planned, a lot of special announcements in the middle of this. We're going to have a lot of different Titans fan groups out there, uh, and uh, you never know who's going to show up. So it'll be a great time. Saturday night, May the 20th. Uh, the doors open at six. There's an open bar. If you want to come and drink before, we're going to be hanging out, having a cocktail or two, taking some pictures with people who show up. So join us then. And uh, I will talk to you tomorrow on the radio show on 104.5 The Zone, 10 a.m. start. See you guys. If you're a fan of the Tennessee Titans, the install live show with Greg Cosell of NFL Films coming up Saturday, May the 20th at the Hutton Hotel. Get your tickets right now at 1045thezone.com to hear the best breakdown of Will Levis. Really, really excited and thankful for the opportunity. And the rest of the Titans draft class.